Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, where all your garden needs can be met all summer long, brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 656, July 21st, 2021. It was 105 degrees on this day in 1934, and as chilly as 49 degrees just a couple of years ago, 2017. If you own a lake home or have a pond on your property and you swim in it, or the kids swim in the old swimming hole, you got to call my pals at Aquaside because they have the right products to make your beach weed-free, muck-free, algae-free. Aquaside products are easy to use and begin working right away. Aquaside is registered with both the EPA and DNR. I've used these products. You can go to YouTube and see it. Not only can you go to YouTube, you can go to the Garage Logic social media channels yeah. where I have posted your yeah. Aquaside YouTube yeah, videos. Yeah, I went to one of my sister's houses, and, and uh, I got put to work with the Aquaside products, White Bear Lake Company. Call Aquaside. They'll, uh, they'll identify your problem and make sure you get the products you need to keep your beach looking great all summer long. Call Aquaside at one 800 328-9350 or go to aquaside.com And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake it's Garage Logic Look with Rookie guy. on Production Chris Reavers, you. Director of Social what? Media hey, here's all you John put in the pellets. Hyde in the newsroom <laughs> oh, yeah. and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop here is your flashlight king Fireworks Commissioner and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Correction segment, correction segment. Scott writes, Joe, you're killing me. It's Eota, not nope. uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. It's Eota, not Iota. I've lived in Winona County for decades, not until I heard your show have I ever heard Iota pronounced or rather mispronounced as Eota. You're welcome. Thank you, Scott. And you know I what? Tried, oh, go ahead. Kenny. I tried to go that route yesterday, but then you all agreed on Iota, so I shut up because I didn't want to well, be the one that was wrong. And as a guy that grew up in Rice County in southern Minnesota, I should have stuck to my guns. I knew it was pronounced Aota, but I listened to you Iota. guys. Iota. Wait, no, a- Iota. Iota. You like said Aota. It's Iota. Iota. That's what I said. Well, wait a minute. No, it's Eota. Aota. Back the tape up. Aota. What the hell? It's pronounced Aota. Eota. 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 Hey, going down there to Eota? Yep. Todd writes, Joe, before I begin, I want to provide some input on something that's been driving me crazy. Those of us in southeastern Minnesota pronounce pronounce Eota as Eota. Feel free to drag out the O in good Minnesota fashion. Eota. Oda. Oh, sure. I think... I think we need to go to the king of pronunciations, Ricey. Oh, yeah. He will know. No, all um. On to the reason for my email. Opportunity has me moving from southern Minnesota this, to the central Iowa district of Gumption County. I'm uh, working and will eventually be settling into a nice town of about 7,500 people. Tonight was the parade that started the run of the county fair. This parade was pure Americana. It was a typically sultry July evening in Iowa. The parade had the flag at the front as it should be, followed by the LEOs and other emergency service folks. I might note our float being close to the front allowed me to hear the cheers, no boos, as the flag and LEOs passed. There were tiny and teen princesses all in classic convertibles, even a few garbage and dump trucks having good fun with their air horns. The crowd was far more diverse than one might have expected, but guess what? Nobody cared. It was one big happy crowd of fun. Here's the ray of hope. 
My role for my employer's float was to walk along the route and hand out trinkets. To my great surprise and pleasure, all children, no matter the age, said thank you. I would say 80% did so without parental prompting. Manners still do exist. Tonight reminded me America is still an awesome country, especially if you can get away from the tall buildings. Good luck, Todd, from Kenyon for now. Isn't it something when you have to be aware of the fact that kids said thank you? Get, get out of my head, because you know what I was just about to say? And, and I was glad that this parent said this to me over the weekend. My, my son had a baseball tournament, and you know there's a lot of snacks and waters and everyone's sharing stuff. And I, a parent came up to me and she said, you know, you're the, your son is the only one that says thank you every single time someone does something for him. That's really cool. And I thought, that should be the way with every kid. Mm-hmm. Well, that's but, because you beat them, right? You spank absolutely. them with a belt. Big yeah. old whip. Wooden mm-hmm. spoon or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, he is a good kid. But seriously, it's a lost art, Joe. There's not enough kids that do say please and thank you like they used to. Oh, I know. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. Remember how I've predicted that there'll come a time when we're not going to be allowed to talk to each other? No, don't tell me it's already here. Just stay tuned. It'll be coming up later. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I was in a good mood. Remember Don wrote yesterday from Iowa... Uh, he was uh, admonishing Kenny uh, for believing that uh, uh, constituents shouldn't expect favors from their representatives. And we were puzzled. Well, he's responded, Joe and Kenny, thank you for hearing out my perspective yesterday. But at the very least, I owe Kenny a clarification and potentially an apology. When I hear Kenny referencing handing out favors, I infer that he's talking about the lowering of standards or handing out money for little to no effort like the Agape group. I believe oh. I I believe I know I but I believe I now better understand what Kenny means when he says favor providing good government which includes uh, passing reasonable laws and providing enforcement of those laws. If that's the case, I fully apologize for the misunderstanding. I cannot apologize re- for referring to Mr. Olson as a hick, especially in, <laughs> especially in light of the Arby's cheese in the beard story. Good luck, Don Hyde. Yeah. He nailed right. that one. Yeah, he did. That's right. That's right. Uh, have you watched the reaction to the Bezos uh, space flight? Uh, somewhat. Well, Democrats are the ones up in arms. Well, it's oh. it's the money thing, right? right? Isn't it? Yeah. We want your money. We don't want you spending your money to fly to space. Right. We want your Even money. Even though it's your money. Right. No, pay your taxes. Well, he does pay taxes, It's but it's you get that much money. It's complicated. And, and you Democrats in the uh, House and Senate in Washington, you've written the tax laws. So who are you mad at? Fix them. You wrote the tax legislation that now require accountants and attorneys to have libraries full of books. And you think Bezos isn't going to take advantage of that? Dig into one more book there, barrister. You can find something that will get me off the hook here. But you legislators, you wrote these laws. You're responsible for the tax laws. We don't write them. So that's my little soliloquy on that. But I, you know, we got a we got a listener. They were in Woodbury, uh, uh, and they've moved to Texas. And he's the guy who had the eight year old kid that could that was almost uh, prophetic in what he was knew what was coming up on Garage Logic, right, and he'd yes. give the old man the high five and whatever. And it's Joel Rothbauer, the father, and he said, the eight-year-old and I were listening to you talk about the new space race. I have to agree with your take that this is a new era, and it is inspiring. 
The eight-year-old loved to track the progress of the companies and watch as they test new systems, roll out new rockets, etc. The transparency they have is nothing short of historic. They stream everything they do, successes and failures. One thing you mentioned was that they should be required to use electric motors instead of petroleum products. I don't think they should be required to. I was predicting they'll get heat to since they uh, seem to want to push electric vehicles on the rest of us. SpaceX is developing a new rocket system in South Texas they call Starship. The fuel it uses is liquid methane and liquid oxygen. They are building a production facility that will use solar power to pull carbon dioxide and oxygen out of the air. Again, using solar power, they will use these components to make methane and then supercool it to make the fuel. It's a crazy GL-like operation they are running. It's like a huge tinkering garage where they are uh, iterating through prototype after prototype, flying, crashing, blowing up, learning, and building the next one a little better. In only a little over a year, they have gone from testing engines to a full-on orbital flight in the next month or so with as environmentally friendly rocket fuel as you can get. Every bit of carbon that goes into the atmosphere will be coming out of the atmosphere. The plan is to send these rockets to Mars where the right components exist in the atmosphere so that they can produce fuel in the same way and send the rockets back. Hmm. So these rockets are more than just a joyride. By the way, the eight-year-old took issue with the guys putting Elon, is it Elon Musk? Elon. Elon Musk in the same boat as Bezos and Branson. His take is that those two are playing with really cool toys. SpaceX is doing work. His take and mine as well. They employ tens of thousands, though. So build your own toys for all I care. They are really cool toys, and I want one, Joe and Little Elm, Texas. And it was nice of Joe to also supply um, video of the launch of that particular ship. Oh, yeah. That was uh, taking flight due to methane. Right. There See? it goes. Yep. There it off. goes. Hold on. Oh, now it's really up there. I have my binoculars trained. Hold on. One more. This is the separation of the capsule. There it goes. There it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't help myself. And Carl Bear in Northfield writes, Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you. you. I will offer you another viewpoint of the Bezos-Musk-Branson space race. My oldest friend was a NASA astronaut but is now semi-retired. We were roommates during Navy flight training back in the 1970s. Later, we roomed together on board the USS Forrestal while flying attack jets, the A-6 intruder, during cruises in the Mediterranean Sea. I went on to become an airline pilot, but he continued his career as a test pilot, NASA astronaut, and later as a consultant to the space industry. Because I don't want to offend him or put words in his mouth, I won't reveal his name, but he is a real person and very much a garage logician. Anyway, we are in daily communication about many subjects, but currently about the ongoing billionaires in space saga. My friend views the whole thing with benign amusement. I asked him if he would like to test out the Blue Origin spacecraft, but he declined that idea, saying it's not very robust. He means the Shepard craft might be good enough for tourists to ride along, but not really much good for actual space exploration. He also thinks the Branson craft is much more authentic because it requires skilled pilots to actually fly and land the thing. Don't know much about the Elon Elon Muskrat project. I agree with Kenny's comment that it's a billionaire's money and they can spend it however they want, but they don't get to lecture me about green energy or saving the Earth. And one small correction, the Bezos rocket was powered by liquid hydrogen and liquid oxygen, not fossil fuels. 
The I Grumman A6 Intruder is an American twin jet all-weather attack aircraft developed and manufactured by Grumman Aircraft, or excuse me, Grumman Aerospace, operated by the Navy, a two-seater. Pretty cool-looking plane. Mm-hmm. I still think that 10 years from now, 20 years from now, uh, there will be significant space traffic with tourists. Think so. Yeah, going up to a wedding or going to stay up at a hotel or go up so, to uh, go to the waitlist room for fun or whatever. I, I, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about because I'm still reading this uh, Wikipedia page, also used by the Marine Corps. Did that emailer say he? this thing was based off carriers, so he's he's landed these things on carriers. Yeah, USS Forrestal. Oh, he's got a wheelbarrow that he totes mm-hmm. him around in, mm-hmm. doesn't he? Mm-hmm. That is badass. Cool. That's the kind of guy you want on your commercial flight. Right. Yep. Yes. Yep. I'm right behind him. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, I think that uh, I think we're seeing the beginning of... So uh, what you're suggesting is you think Bezos, Elon, Bezos, Iota, Bezos. Iota Musk... Uh, they're going to go up to Mars and build a, you know, almost like a resort. Well, I read today that Bezos wants to colonize space. You know, you well, can correct me if I'm wrong. He's, they're all using their own money, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. What's wrong with that? Well, the Democrats are saying we want that money would be better spent here on Earth too. There's oh, because they can spend a, it really well right they're, now. They're much smarter than Bezos and sure, Branson and sure. Musk. A uh, young gal on uh, the radio station I'm intimately familiar with, who uh, was overheard to uh, report yesterday that she's uh, that they should be more concerned with global warming instead of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, when, which, when that was uh, reported to me, I had to turn off my mic because I was coughing and laughing so hard. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I screwed yeah, up again. Yeah. I was given. Uh, I was given new Aquaside copy and didn't get to it. Hmm. I'll have to if you want to see the video, you make can sure go I do that video. tomorrow. Yeah. 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 What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, uh, as I said yesterday, it's, it's human nature uh, to press forward. It's human nature to explore. It's human nature to keep reaching out for new boundaries. For and, a lot of people. For a lot of Not people. Not for everybody. No. Uh, I, I have no personal interest in going into space. Neither do I. Uh, I just don't see why I would. I, I, I'm. You know what I want to do? And uh, I'm going to preface this by saying I am deathly afraid of flying. And even when I get on a big one, an A-10 or whatever the hell they're called, I, I've got I've, I've to be lubed up. Put <laughs> a six-pack in you. These guys that fly these crop dusters, that has to be the funnest job in the whole wide world. Unless you crash it into a field in Elgin, Minnesota. They just lost it. There was one south of town yesterday, and I had to race down there to watch. They are banking hard. They're shooting straight up in the air. They're dropping under power lines where they probably shouldn't be, skirting the edges of woods. That looks like a just a blast. I was, That's got to be fun. I was coming home from Lamberton Father's Day weekend, Saturday, late Saturday afternoon, Kenny, and this guy... I, I don't know what township it was, but it was so cool watching him maneuver that thing. It was an it was almost like he was a Zamboni driver. He knew exactly when to turn and what crease to make. It was so yeah, cool. But, 
I mean, foot to the floor, wide. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just as fast as he possibly can, and banking hard. (laughs) Are you aware of the loss of the helicopter? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, down in Elgin. But we were having fun with this particular story. We didn't want to go. No, I I know. I understand. uh, I understand. Dr. Buzzkill, uh, (laughs) the party man. My brother got a new Taos at Schmel's Countryside Volkswagen in Maplewood. Uh, I haven't seen it in person yet, but he's been sending me pictures. He's raving about it. He sent one picture where the car can duplicate the look of a radio with the push buttons. And he said, when's the last time you've seen one of these? It's like you can reach out and push a button and change the station. Oh, cool. It's very cool. He loves it. He's a car guy, so he knows what he's talking about. That's the all-new Taos in stock at Schmel's Countryside in the southeast quadrant of 36 and 61. There's five ID4s available. Those are the electric vehicles. Zero percent for up to 36 months on all new Volkswagens, including that Taos, the Atlas, and the Tiguan. The Jettas and what have you. They got great inventory. 0% for 72 months on Fiat models and 0% for up to 48 months on Alfa Romeo models. This is a multi-generational family. This is it. And they uh, they get by. No, they don't they get by. They're very well done on their service, uh, personal service. Uh, I can't say enough about it. I've owned all three kinds, Volkswagens, Fiats, and Alfa Romeos, and will continue to do business with Schmelz Countryside, SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlphaRomeo.com, and SchmelzFiat.com. Hey, become a part of the Chill Boys family like the entire Garage Logic staff and also so many of you GLers right now that have made your purchase for maybe for yourself or for somebody else. It doesn't matter because they are the hands down most comfortable underwear you will ever own. I promise you. They have a wide variety. It's performance boxers, bamboo boxers, bamboo boxer briefs. Just check out their website right now. Chillboys.com. There you can place your order for the comfortable boxers or maybe you want a couple of cool t-shirts, sunglasses, whatever you want. Go online right now. Here's the coolest part. If you have an order over $40, it ships fast and free in the United States. Yeah, anywhere. They're a local Minnesota company, and they are so happy to be part of the Garage Logic family. They also have a really cool number of sale items that are going on right now. So do like we did. Become a part of the Chill Boys family. Whether you want the performance, the bamboo, it doesn't matter. You're going to really be happy with your purchase at Chill Boys Brand on Twitter. Here's a man that can pay inside with cash privileges at two gas stations. That's me. Joe Souchere. <laughs> That's a good one. Thanks, Brian. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to tell you something right now, GLers. By the way, my name is Giannis Tentacumpa Tumbalo. Um, Nailed it. Um, bug juice. That w- that's what my uncle would call it. Uh, Nate uh, turned me on, actually over the weekend, turned me on to Seafoam Bugs Be Gone. Uh, he reports it works wonders uh, to the bugs stuck to the front of the vehicle. Spray it on right before rolling through the car wash. That car comes out looking brand new. Really? And so I'm all surprised about this. I throw it out on the Twitter. It turns out I'm the last one to know. Everybody knows about the Seafoam Bugs Be Gone. Make it a note. And they've been using it, and it's a great tip. So if you find that on the shelves, GLers, you got to pick it up. The other thing you got to pick up, and my, my uncle would call the Deep Creek Penetrating Oil, he'd call that uh, skunk oil. Hey, uh, get some skunk oil on that thing. Work it loose. Uh, they also uh, sell top engine cleaner. 
That stuff is fantastic, way better than your normal carb cleaner. And you know what? I should have expected it from Seafoam. They know what they're doing. They've got it down. Well, we've been using their engine treatment for nigh on 100 years now, right? That's because it's Seafoam, and Seafoam truly is a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Let's do a brief John Thompson segment. The Pioneer Press today recorded his... uh appearance in court yesterday related to a misdemeanor charge of trespassing and interfering with law enforcement at North Memorial Hospital in in 2019, I think in November of 2019. And apparently someone in his circle uh, was in the hospital and about 50 people showed up and it turned into a fight. They were fighting with each other and disrupting Mm -hmm. the hospital. And of course, Thompson's uh, statements in the court yesterday were that well, we were only being treated like that because of our race. It was discriminatory. Oh, sure, sure. It was discriminatory. It's, is it discriminatory, John, to expect you to behave? To him, yes. He it must is. believe that's discriminatory. To him, it is. Absolutely. You're in a hospital. You don't cause trouble. It's just so weird and so coincidental, too, that it just seems to always happen to him without it ever being his fault. That is just so weird. This well, poor guy. I want to finish up with an email from yesterday from Daniel, who uh, was telling us about uh, his concern that it's the election integrity is what needs to be preserved here and examined. And he was he sent us all of the uh, cases in which Thompson, for example, has not paid his fines, right? And uh, I didn't get to this part of the email yesterday. Of 13 non-moving violations, two are paid. One is half paid leaving 952 bucks in uncollected fines. I find it hard to believe anyone would not notice so many tickets over the years, and it appears until the very last one in 2021, his car was still registered in Wisconsin. And the kicker with these is a car has no race to be profiled. Parking and licensing issues are entirely in your control to prevent. With the previously mentioned outstanding fines add up to $858, that begs the question, why exactly do we have traffic laws in the first place? If someone can routinely break the law frequently, does not participate in the judicial process, and ignores the consequences, what are we doing? How are they still allowed to drive? But the election issue was really was what really gets me. The Minnesota Secretary of State, who constantly berates anyone who questions the integrity of our election system, tells us he has no way to verify a candidate's residency in their state or district, That's a system that has impeccable integrity. I question the veracity of the whole system if that is the lower than low standard we apply to residency rules. If that is the case, there needs to be a serious punitive hammer for someone who lies repeatedly in multiple states on multiple official forms and in multiple interactions with police. What I see with our electoral system is that in the interest of not disfranchising any voter by design, a system has been created that does not have any real mechanisms to catch those who break the law. It begs to be corrupted because it's so easy to do undetected. Steve Simon just shrugs his shoulders with little concern on Thompson's residency. That just reinforces that belief. Even before the latest domestic abuse allegations, Thompson's actions do not portray a citizen who should be raised up to make laws for everyone else. Well, I couldn't agree more. I just yeah. couldn't agree more. Uh, as of this writing, he has not resigned. Now, I get a note from uh, uh, Sergeant Schultz. Uh, please do not use my name or location. Oh, nothing! <laughs> please do not use my name or location. Due to the pandemic, I had to switch professions, and I'm just over a half a year into a career in corrections. After hearing about John Thompson's utter disregard for the rule of law and not taking any responsibility for his actions, 
reminded me of an encounter with one of the adult children in my charge. Now, this guy's in his 20s, and he's a convicted felon, and he should have had plenty of opportunities to learn, if not before his stay here, but after he arrived. I do not know how long he has been at the facility, but it has been longer than I have been around the facility. One of the simpler rules is for inmates to stay out of other inmates' cells or houses. That's the prison slang for cell. This rule is there to help try to prevent all sorts of shenanigans, and especially for this guy, and the safety of his inmates. I say especially for this guy because he's about 5'8 if you measure the top of his hair, but only 5'4 if you measure from the top of his head. His Afro game is really rocking, kind of like a short Kenny Olsen with his hairstyle from the 70s. <laughs> okay, so the next part does, does involve skin tones, but in no way is it trying to portray any connection between Mr. Thompson and this guy other than either of them not taking responsibility for their actions. One night at work, I was making the rounds in the pods, or otherwise known as cell blocks. Outside of each cell door is two clear pouches that have door cards, one for each occupant. On the front of each card has the mugshot and name of an inmate, and the back has his has room to write each location they have lived within our facility. As I walked by this particular cell, I looked at the cards and noticed that the occupants were supposed to be a white guy and a black guy. As I looked inside the cell, I noticed there were two black guys. I knocked on the door and asked the non-resident to get out. As I turned to go down the stairs, I heard him say, it's because I'm black. I stopped turned around, looked up, and said, yes, it was. The door cards show a white guy and a black guy are supposed to be in the cell, and I see two black guys. So, yes, it was because you were black. His reply, it's not my fault. Okay. I'm sure at this point I probably squinted and gave him the RCA dog look, the tilted head look of the dog looking into an old record player. As I processed what I just heard, I just replied that he knows the rules and that he needed to stay out of other people's houses. The more I hear about Mr. Thompson, the more he reminds me a lot of the inmates we house for my state. And yes, inmates of all colors, national origins, creeds, religious affiliations, etc. Please sign me off as Sergeant Schultz from Stalag 13. But it's not Sergeant Schultz. I know who it is, and I believe every word he wrote. So, it's not my fault. Hey, back to the... Not my fault. No, it's not your fault. The hell, it's not my fault. Back to the, uh, the voting issue that you brought up in the previous email... What I find hilarious is watching all a lot of this stuff play out. the The entire situation in Texas has become theater to me personally. I just I just find all of it laughable. Yeah. But I, here's what I love about the Democratic Party, and again, the Republican Party has issues too. But what I love about the Democratic Party right now is they're completely cool with you having to have a vaccine card. Mm-hmm. But no voter ID. No, no, no. We don't need to have you have an ID to vote. If, if no one sees, is, would it be irony? If no one sees mm-hmm. uh, the double standard there, then you're just not paying attention. Well, how about these 13 woke fools that go up to Washington and all of a sudden you got a COVID outbreak? Yeah. They're, they're holed up in a yeah. The Crenshaw <laughs> tweet I said yesterday yeah. was perfect. If that was if that was a group of Republicans, this would be the top story on CNN for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, uh, stories that is. I didn't see any mention of John Thompson today in the paper, or did I just miss miss it? Uh, I saw no mention in the Minneapolis paper, but the Pioneer Press continues to be covering it very thoroughly and very well, as they should. He's a St. Paul representative. Minneapolis might be getting by on the belief that that's St. Paul. We don't really have to follow it as closely as we might if it was Minneapolis. It's the biggest story in the state. Come on. It doesn't matter where he's from. No, I understand. Cover the story, Star Tribune. Let's go here. The uh, 
Pioneer Press has done great service on this story. Great service. And uh, we'll continue to. And I, I'm going to try to keep the Thompson commentary brief because I think he's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. There's just no getting around it. He's just a... He's not a guy. Not a guy. No, he is not a guy. Not a guy. Everything's somebody else's fault. And you know what the other part I love about this? Where his isn't his line always, I, I need my voice to be heard. I don't want to be silenced. You're just trying to silence my voice. Yet every single time he enters that courtroom and there's a TV camera, he's always shooing it away. Well, John, here's your opportunity to have your voice be heard. Well, everything we, every interaction that we've been made privy to with him has featured him being the aggressor. Every time. Every time. Yep. Even when he's guilty. Including the accusations of domestic violence. I mean, you go to a hospital, it's understandable you're concerned about your pal and uh, who survived. And fights break out. They had to lock down the ER. People are pounding on doors and windows. And, and Thompson wants to say that this was attempted to be stopped and brought under control as an act of discrimination? No, why not just behave? How is behaving other, discriminatory? Calling other lawmakers racist on the floor, calling the police officer racist, you know, it's, it's just... Well, the new racism is calling other people racist. Yeah. Victor Davis Hanson had a great piece about that. The new racism in this country is the elites calling other people racist. (laughs) I'm a racist because I'm white. Of course you are. It's not his fault. We need. We need. Not my fault. No, we need a racial equity committee to oversee this. You know, the more I uh, think about Giants Ridge, you know what really intrigues me? They offer group golf rates for groups of eight or more. They'll customize a tournament. For so you now and your the, buddies or your family members. So now that you're playing, Kenny, we can assemble a group of eight for the mayor to spring oh, for finally, us. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Let's do it. And expose ourselves to two of the greatest public courses in the country, the quarry and the legend at Giants Ridge. A great summer deal. 37-hole special. Play the legend and the quarry on the same day with lunch at the Wakuda Grill on them for 160 bucks plus tax on weekdays and $175 plus tax on weekends. And as I've continued to point out, which is comforting to me, who can no longer hit the ball 12 feet, it's a trip to <laughs> nature. It's uh, water recreation, hiking and biking, and the newest and largest lift-serve mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging, and more. What a getaway. And it's gorgeous. Mini golf? And it's quiet. Mini golf? I don't think there's, there's mini golf. Something for me to do? Oh, go, view the, <laughs> go view the 3D course flyovers of the legend in the quarry at GiantsRidge.com. You can make your... Tea time at GiantsRidge.com or call Giants Ridge at 218-865-8030. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. 
Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Kenny. He's dancing right now. A little preoccupied. Dances like a circus bear. <laughs> Such, what do you think of my beard game? Pretty strong, isn't it? It really is. How do you like that beard? <laughs> Come on, Such. Monkey's ass. <laughs> you knew Thank you'd get it out you. of him. Thank you. Roofing, siding, decks, remodels, restorations, upstairs, downstairs, kitchen, bath. Doesn't matter what you need done. Aim High Construction, Chris Miller and his crew, they can do it for you, including the design part. If you're a little wary about design, Chris is going to help you out. He helped us out. And as far as spending money, I mean, what's your budget? You're going to drop a million, 100000 20000 Chris can work with your budget, too. These guys and the crew, they're a full-service construction company obsessed with quality craftsmanship and honest service right here in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Their work, their products, guaranteed. Uh, and a lot of GLers have called them up, a lot of GLers on the calendar, so... Get yourself scheduled. Get on aimhighconstructionmn.com. Talk to Chris. He'll discuss with you the schedule. He'll discuss with you the falling lumber prices, what will happen with your bid, etc., etc. All I know is they rock. They did an amazing job for me, and they're our choice here at GL. Uh, and, again, you can find them on the web, aimhighconstructionmn.com. Joe, really quick before you move on, I told you guys this off the air, but I know other people wanted to weigh in on the flight from Minneapolis to Rochester. I was validated. Rochester, New York. Rochester, Minnesota. There is a stop. Uh, she said that she made the flight and they routed her through Chicago. That's, I would think that's an anomaly. Why would you go is from here American to Chicago Airlines? and then Probably. back to Rochester? I think that's a so you've ve- turned a ninety minute drive into a three hour flight, right? But I think that I think she was flying Value Jet. Is that an airline I don't, you I like would to never take? fly Value. No, <laughs> I wanted to say most expensive airline ever. <laughs> Kenny, serious question. I want a serious answer. What's the uh, Hayes situation? Because you're farther north. What is it like there? Oh my God! I heard today. That the big the big square the big square bales you know that they're they're not the ones you can pick up the ones you have to use a tractor for, hundred and fifty bucks a piece. The the first crop was awful. The second crop is almost non-existent. They're paying a hundred to hundred and twenty-five dollars for grass round bales, not alfalfa, grass. Chris, it is really really bad, Such. Really Would you bad. get the uh, scan bucket out, please? Kenny, he said, I'll, hey. I'll, he said, hey. I'll, I'll, I'll repeat the question. Uh, because you're farther north, I'm wondering what the haze condition is in oh, the air. Oh, haze. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought, God, he's All of a sudden he's talking about, about hay bales. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> he's finally talking about something I care about, something that actually matters yeah. to society. I'm like, this is great. I get what's to talk that, about hay. What's that 
the piece you have from Tony. Hey, y'all, that one. KDHL news time is 1242, and Kenny. the farm report coming up at Kenny, the top of the it's hour. Bad. It's bad, Such. It's really bad. It's and What it's doing is keeping the temperature down. Right. It's, it's a nice day up here. It was very cool this we, morning. Yeah, we have clouds, and then we have the hay, haze, and, uh, yeah, it's bad. How I've, much? Oh. I've seen it all my life. I'm prepared to say. You've seen it? Round bale. I've seen this all my life. I'm round bale of hay. Bales. What the hell? <laughs> but I'm prepared to say I haven't quite seen it as significant as last night. I took the car, I took a convertible out and went to various high points in St. Paul where I normally can see. Hmm. Sometimes I believe I can see Lake Minnetonka. Of course, I can't, but I can see as far as the eye can see into hmm. Minneapolis. I could not see Minneapolis. Really? Much less far into Minneapolis. You had a big night last night, Oh, it was very like. exciting, yeah. I, I was up on Oak Hill. I couldn't see Christina. That's how bad it is. I don't even follow the reference. <laughs> My friends in town do, though. Oh. Well, it's pretty significant. I wish we'd get some rain and douse those fires. And... Anyway, back to Alfalfa. Such, you would not believe it. Yeah, I, I think I wouldn't. The, uh, <laughs> the air... Last night was acrid. What does that mean? It was it was bitter. You could you could sense the smoke in the air. I went in the house for the first time this summer. Could you taste it? Yeah, you a, could vaguely, okay. vaguely. It had a bit of a peppery uh, dynamic to the. In fact, the clouds were so thick. I don't know where you guys for you guys, but even the the beautiful sunsets that we were getting wasn't wasn't entirely visible last night for me. Uh, so you're saying like thicker than uh, Hillary's back hair for us. Right. Oh. And the moon was orange. The yes. moonrise was orange. Yes. Uh, it, it's gorgeous, but it's not it's not terribly healthy for a lot of people. No, no, especially as asthma sufferers. It's not fun. Uh, which you are. Yes. And asthma sufferers have been counseled to uh, refrain from outdoor activities. Which I'm not going to do. Well, it's you have summertime. to play tonight, and right? I, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That's free rain. That's the green light for a town ball story. Fox 9 is coming down to Belfield and Faribault as we host the Rochester Joe. Royals. I did, didn't you just I? I accidentally, gave, I accidentally him gave him permission. 7 o'clock first pitch. And by the way, the Rice County Fair started today, so you can take the fam, go get some Let's cheese do cross, curds. Do a cross promotion here for your buddy Kenny. And by the way, thank you to Kenny and the uh, My Talk 107.1 Morning show crew that we're promoting this because Jason Matheson will be there doing the 5 o'clock news today. That's your ball game? Yeah, at our ball game tonight. Where's the ball game? Jason. Faribault, Jason Minnesota. Calls, Faribault? No. Jason calls the uniforms costumes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he did text me to say where the hell is Faribault? Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. he's like yeah. rookie where he doesn't, unless he gets on an airplane, he doesn't leave the six you know block radius of downtown Minneapolis. Well, in any event, it was uh, it was quite something to go to some high points in St. Paul and gaze westward, and you couldn't see a damn thing. Yeah, you couldn't see across the Ford Bridge from uh, two miles from the Ford Bridge. Come on, two miles east of the Ford Bridge, you could not see the other side of the Ford Bridge. Really? Mm-hmm. That's As I hard say, to I, I, I've we've all experienced wildfire smoke from Canada all our lives. I think this is a combination of wildfire smoke from from Canada and uh, Oregon, would, California. Would you, would you call it a uh, a purple haze, Joe? No, no, no. It wasn't purple. I'm aware of do that reference. To, mm. yeah. Do I have to uh, excuse you while you kiss the sky? No. So you are willing to jump on board that this might, in fact, be a climate crisis? I, I don't believe it could. Oh, uh, Kelsey sent me something fascinating. Uh, there are researchers in Greenland 
have been retrieving ice cores from the earth. They really? Drill, they, drill, they drill down as far as going through the ice till they hit the rock that the ice sits on, and they bring it out. And the ice cores are as much of a thumbprint as the climate, as tree rings indicate the age of a tree. Oh, fascinating. Whoa. And, and the, uh, the gist of their discovery is that the earth, <laughs> the earth temperature swings have had nothing to do with humans. Yeah. It had nothing to do with humans. Right. Right. I thought you were going to mention the other article he sent along about how the U.S. is responsible for all of the world's pollution. And then there's a report that China is dumping so much raw sewage into South China Sea that it's visible from space. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it, the Chicoms are not to be considered worthy. But we're the problem. We're the problem. We're the problem Joe, here in this country. You can trot that information out, the ice core information, but that. That doesn't lead to profits, and that doesn't that that doesn't further their cause. So that's just going to be ignored. I know, but it's it's true. Right. Well, that doesn't matter. Truth doesn't matter when it comes to uh, warming, global warming. The fact is that uh, they can go back you know, tens of thousands of years, and, and there's been no. The fluctuations are all the variables of nature. Because they can measure temperature by time period. And the time periods involve no industry or people driving cars. No airplanes, you, no nothing. Are you suggesting the fires in Canada, the fires in Oregon are not global warming related? I, I personally am not. I think they're dreadful and I think they're horrible and unfortunate. And I hate to see it happen, but it's happened throughout history. It's happened throughout time. Mm-hmm. The main difference being in our day and age, it's just more people and crops are in harm's way. Mm-hmm. I got to thinking, it's a, it's a blasphemous thought to the euphorians, but maybe we have too much forest in Oregon and California. I'm not being facetious. No, uh, it's, no you've already covered this. It's not the forest's fault. It's their, we've got people that have encroached. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a people problem. Isn't it also the... Well, we've been harping on this, and especially in California, the lack of tree remo- dead tree removal. Poor forest management. There you go. That's better. Yeah. But but yeah. you can't discount the fact that they're in a terrible drought. They're having no rain whatsoever. And the fire in Oregon's big enough, strong enough, that it generates its own weather patterns. Mm-hmm. And that's preventing rain. Mm-hmm. Did you see what the Saudis are doing? No. Well, it's so hot in Saudi Arabia. How hot is it? How hot is They're it? sending up drones to fire chemicals into the atmosphere to make it rain, and it's raining. That's oh, like cool. Bill Gates. I, I'm more worried voodoo. about that than Bezos flying to space. You want jo- Dr. Evil? You're going to suddenly send drones up there to make the weather you want? I don't like what? that. I don't tell like me why that. That's well, tell me why. Well, it just why it smacks awful? of Dr. Evil. Uh, you but, could use you could use it as an example of warfare. If you can make rain, you can stop rain. So China, China, which would be a typical candidate for oh, this. Now you sound like John, what's his name, who's going to stop hurricanes. John Kerry. Break. John Kerry. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm on. just telling you that they're, it's all over your interwebs that they're successfully making it rain in uh, Saudi Arabia. You're going to have to educate me because that doesn't seem like a bad idea to me. Well, then why aren't they doing it in California? Yeah, that's what that was my next question. Or over the Midwest, where our crops are sucking a. Mm-hmm. You know who else likes to make it rain? 
our guy Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, I did go to the strip club, mm-hmm. which I shouldn't have been in, nope. which I haven't been in since then. See, mm-hmm. he's a changed man. Yes. He was making it rain. Yeah. I was hoping for a John Kerry soundbite. Oh, give me back, man. Darn it. Uh, give me a second. Yeah. Like no, we don't need John road. Kerry oh, again. Oh, we can always do it. Need, buddy no, John. no, we've, heard, on, we've heard that enough. Oh, he's going to stop know, the We hurricane. had eight storms uh, last year, which cost America well more than eight, eight than a billion dollars per storm. There we go. It's far cheaper to recognize what's coming and cure the problem ahead of time. I don't see why I can't agree with that logic, Joe. Get out ahead of it. Say, Grunhofer's has new brat flavors. Whoa. You ready? Yep. Pineapple jalapeno cheese curd. And dill pickle and cheddar cheese. Oh, that sounds good. Two new brat flavors also, well, they're available too at the new location in Forest Lake on Highway 97. But get this, Spencer, like Mike Fratelloni, is putting the word out. If you would like part-time work in a fast-growing, locally-owned business, contact Spencer Grunhofer at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, nothing but quality since 2007. Uh, Small business owners are really struggling to get people to help them. You know, it's funny you say that uh, on the uh, soon-to-be-released Weekly Scramble, formerly known as The Beer Show, Mike and I really dived into that topic about just kind of the shift in the way that and we don't we weren't sure if it's the way that kids are raised nowadays mm-hmm. but just the lack of kids wanting to work right i go back to your example you encountered a very poorly equipped young woman working at valley fair back uh, memorial day weekend okay but she was there yeah she, at least she showed think up think of the ones who aren't exactly yes uh, Spencer's looking for help. Uh, Mike Fratelloni's looking for help. Uh, I, Spencer would, I bet Spencer's paying well. He'd be a great guy to work for. What a great gig Plus that would be. think of the perks, man. Oh! You're, bringing, you're bringing home the brats. You're bringing home the bacon. Oh, literally. <laughs> Wagyu steaks mm-hmm. and burgers and seasoning and salmon and ham and bacon and burgers. It's just fantastic at both locations. The one and only original at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61 and the brand new Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Forest Lake, uh, right on Highway 97. So uh, if you're of a mind and you're looking for part-time work, uh, you could do worse than talking to Spencer Grunhofer. Think of what that could lead to. You're learning from the best meat cutter. And that's what he is, man. He wears the white coat, and he's a, don't call me a butcher, man. I'm a meat cutter. Mm -hmm. And he knows how to cut meat. He ain't closed. He's full of meat. He's got a lot of meat. Hey, GLers, it's officially mosquito season. If you're getting eaten up in your yard, please call my guys at Mosquito Shield. They are owned and operated by GLers. Fantastic people. Ray and Mike, they are a father and son team who own and operate two franchises right here in the Twin Cities. They've been at it since 2014. And now in western Wisconsin, listen to this. Jay was so impressed last year by Mosquito Shield ads on GL that he wanted the service for his yard. So he said, heck with it. He bought his own franchise, and he is now serving western Wisconsin. These guys are legit. I've had them done in my yard. And here's why it's important. They use a proprietary blend that is specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks. It was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield. They will take great care of you and your yard. 
Do this right now. Find them online at MoShield.com. That's M-O-Shield.com. Click on the locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin, and you'll find them. Or just give Ray and Mike a call at 612-619-1556 for Minnesota Yards. And for Western Wisconsin, you can call Jay or Jack at 715-410-4221. If you mention GL, you are going to get $75 off your service with Mosquito Shield. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. M-G-L and S. What's that stand for, guys? Come Maple on. Grove. Maple Grove Lock and safe. safe and locking devices. Same world-class <laughs> service in a brand-new location, and now with 10% off. 6901 East Fish Lake Road, that's in Maple Grove, on the World Wide Web at maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Locks, safes, and... All that stuff that Such just said. Basically, everything you need to keep your valuables secure. Ten percent off through July. You got to stop in, say hi to Rich. Hey, oh, what about this haze? Uh, and then uh, Rich will go off on hay bales and round bales and square bales and grass bales, and they'll go, no, 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 Rich, not haze. Uh, hey, haze, haze. Talk about the weather. Uh, Liberty safes. That's what you should really be talking about. They're the best safe ever made in these United States of America and the best value for your dollar. And it just so happens that Rich stocks in Liberty safe so you can get one of your own and with 10% off. Why wouldn't you? Brand new location, Liberty safes and 10% off maplegrovelockandsafe.com. We have been contending that for a variety of reasons, we will not be able to talk to anybody. People will be forbidden from speaking to each other because it could be, whatever you say could be found offensive. Look at the email we had yesterday from the Gumption County deputy. I'm not supposed to look at people because that could be deemed to be racist. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to look at them. Well, it could be now that you're not going to be able to talk. What do you mean? The chief health officer of New South Wales, Australia, told reporters Tuesday that in order to prevent the spread of COVID-19, citizens should avoid talking to each other. (laughs) God, you nailed it. While it is human nature to engage in conversation with others, unfortunately, this is not the time to do that, Dr. Kerry Chant said. So even if you run into your next door neighbor at the shopping center, don't start talking, Chant continued. Now is the time for minimizing your interactions with others. Even if you have a mask, do not think that affords total protection. We want to be absolutely sure that as we go about our daily lives, we do not come in contact with anyone else. You ever heard anything like this? Wow. The Sydney Morning Herald reported Sunday that a serious COVID-19 outbreak is underway in New South Wales. New South Wales is a state in southern Australia, and Sydney is its capital. Well, it says here, uh, Premier Gladys... Beryl Finklian on Saturday announced a major heightening of Sydney's lockdown restrictions as the state recorded 111 new cases. The construction industry will be shut down for two weeks from Monday. All non-critical retail stores closed and tough new restrictions have been imposed on residents in southwest Sydney to halt movement. The government is now considering whether public Transport services will be reduced as the new restrictions force a greater number of workers to stay home. I cannot remember a time when our state has been challenged to such an extent, Berejiklian said, according to the Morning Herald. I can't remember a time when government had to make these difficult decisions. I can't remember a time when we've been ordered not to talk to each other. This is incredible. 
Sky News host Chris Kenny didn't like what he was seeing or hearing, and he declared that the state premiers are inflicting enormous harm on their citizens, communities, and economies because of their political obsession with zero COVID because they think it's the lesser of two evils. Kenny also aired Chance comments. She's the doctor regarding uh, New South Wales citizens not talking to each other and said afterward in a mocking tone, eyes on the ground, no chatting with friends or neighbors. He added, it's all a bit much, isn't it? It's about infantilizing the population. It's about the nanny state. It's about control. Government knows best and to hell with personal responsibility. Wow, don't talk to anybody. This is Don't talk to anybody. This is shocking. And, well, well, it's shocking it, for a couple of reasons. You obviously predicted this a, a few years ago, but for a much different reason. Right. This is all about control. You guys, we, I think we touched on this off the air, but if they institute another lockdown, mm-hmm. people are going to go crazy. You guys were talking about Australia, though. They have some of the strictest COVID laws in the world. They're putting people in jail for violating quarantines. What? Jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's serious. And they started last summer. This isn't new. I mean, all you have to do, uh, enter in the Google Australia COVID jail, and you'll see story after story after story. They are, they're psycho right now in Australia. Dr. Kerry Chant is the chief health officer of New South Wales. So what does this say about masks? She said, even if you're wearing a mask, do not think it affords total protection. Then what's the point? We want to be absolutely sure that as we go about our daily lives, we do not come into contact with anyone else that would pose a risk. Yep. I'm not sure the human race was built this way. I'm not sure humans were built to... uh, No, of course it wasn't, Joe. You're dead on. Absolutely. The the, the problem is we have... We're so divided in everything. You're either... You know, you're either an anti-vaxxer, you know, you, you get labeled, I guess is the better way to put it. But what I'm so tired of is just because I might have a differing uh, idea or a differing thought of, 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 of a given example of COVID, that automatically makes me an anti-vaxxer. That automatically puts me in a group of people that I do also don't believe the same. Scott from Invergrove, yeah. yep. always pushing back, that guy. Uh, who had COVID, and he's now a long hauler, and I, I should email him and ask him if he's, if he's gotten a vaccine, because apparently there are reports that vaccines can reduce the symptoms that long haulers experience. Uh, he's, he's having his trouble with brain fuzziness, and he said the MRIs make it look like he has Alzheimer's. Wow. And he's a young guy. Really? He's a, he's a, but he keeps up his belief. He keeps up the belief that we're being treated wrong about this and he predicts another lockdown in minnesota well okay here's what i'm getting at i, f- I found a great tweet by a guy that i follow is that uh, what you're doing right now no, looking uh, at twitter? I, because here's what i wanted to bring up don't look at twitter during the show it's just two weeks to slow the spread that's what it started right uh 18 months ago it was yeah. just two weeks to slow the spread and then it's just to flatten the curve then it, it's just a mask it's just until a vaccine is available it's just until the elder elderly are vaccinated it's just until everybody is. Well, no, it's just an app for your safety. I mean, it's never going to stop. It's never going to end. And we're just yeah, forced we just... to follow along in lockstep. And if we don't, then we're the outlier. We're the bad guy. Well, And, and that's wrong. What's not going to end is the, is the truth that viruses mutate. And 
you develop a vaccine to handle COVID, COVID will mutate to outsmart the vaccine. It's always going to be with us on Earth. It's out there now. The, the cat's been let out of the bag. Mm-hmm. And yeah. by the way, it's been here far longer than all of us realize. So, so the question becomes, are we going to continue to lead a life scurrying away from the potential of getting it? Or are we just going to have to lead our lives and get vaccinated? I'm a believer. I'm a, I got vaccinated. And presumably I'm going to be told shortly, like everyone else has been vaccinated, well, you're going to have to get vaccinated again. And, but we can continue to work and lead our lives, or are we just going to go into retreat again? B. <laughs> B. I mean, people are going to, some people are going to just continue to follow every single word that comes out of the government's mouth. And that's their choice. If that's the way they want to lead their life, that's their choice. I'm not here to look down on them. I think differently than them, but I'm not here to look down on them. And the same I want applied to me. If I have questions about, well, why, why are we doing this? Then I don't want to instantly be labeled. But you're vaccinated. Right, but that's not my point. You, you see what I'm trying to say? No, I don't. If, if you raise no. questions about what the government's trying to tell you about everything related to COVID, you're an outlier. You're, you're an anti-vaxxer. No, that's not true at all. Well, first of all, this is Australia. It's coming here, and you damn well know it, and, Joe. And, but but I, was just, uh, I was just amused at the idea that she, it's gotten to the point where their chief health officer is saying, you run into your friend Sally at the drugstore, you better not talk to her. Okay. But let's say Jeez. we're only a couple of months away from the, I hate saying this, but we're only a couple of months away from cold and flu season again, yeah. right? You don't hear much about the flu. No, you don't, do you, Joe? No. But what's going to prevent, well, I mean, obviously they took away his executive powers, but what's going to prevent Walls from going into, what would that be, lockdown number three or four or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. And people will revolt. They absolutely will. He can't do this to people so? again. Oh, yes. I think half half of us will revolt, and the other half will, you know, it, it, it's it's going to be another war. It's gonna, it's it's. I I don't mean war in the in the uh, definition of the term, but you know. Here's what we don't know. In theory, vaccinated people are safe against the Delta variant, meaning it won't kill them. They sure. can get sick, but. They might not have to be hospitalized, but we don't know that. No. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. The Johnson & Johnson people are being told now that, they, that that isn't effective against the Delta variant, which makes the presumption that they thought it was effective against COVID-19, but to be double safe. Uh, I, got a, I got a kid I used to have who went Johnson & Johnson, and she's going to have to get another one, she thinks. She's... Um, the Texas lawmakers sequestered in Washington, they have been vaxxed. They've mm-hmm. got it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had it, and they're, they have it again. All right, here's a better way to put it. If the government, because, you know, all they do is they just, they, they just care about us. They're just trying to protect us from ourselves. If the government deemed that the vaccinations were so critical to save lives, they made it free, then why is it that other life-saving medicines are also so expensive and not mm-hmm. free. Mm-hmm. An- answer me that then. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm in the camp that I don't, I don't trust the government. I just don't. I think another lockdown nationally would, would be the end of the country. You're already at $29 trillion in debt. And growing. And you, you slow it down again, you, you, I don't see how you can climb out of that hole. 
We've never behaved this way before. No. Nope. Never. No. But at least we have the right people in place to make sure that it's going to run smoothly. <laughs> not Can to he... mention, not to mention, by the way, the disaster that the border is currently. Have you seen mm-hmm. some of that video footage? Mm-hmm. There's what, a big group of ranchers down in Texas that are trying to sue Biden mm-hmm. and the White House because of what they're dealing with? And if this country is so racist and so privileged and so unfair to people of color, why are so many people trying to get here? Bingo. Right, we covered that up. Yeah. What, right. what, what, what's people the attraction? Are still, fighting, still fighting to get in. Yep. They're sacrificing their own children to get in. Yep. Yep. In any event, uh, I think it'll be interesting if it comes to this in, the, in this country. We are told not to talk to each other. In my case, that's pretty easy. Yeah, uh, Kenny just avoids everybody. Not a bad fan of talking. <laughs> well, he doesn't even like talking to us during the show. No, no, I, I, I've told you this I'm before. Paid, I didn't find social distancing to be problematic. I've no. been doing that all my yeah, life. You really, you were almost yeah. the inventor of yeah, it. Yeah, that didn't bother me. But don't tell me I can't talk. Speaking of this country being such a bad place, and a kind of a left turn here, but did anyone take delight in the U.S. women's soccer team getting throttled in their first game? Because this is a group of ladies that's been very outspoken about what a terrible country that this is. Is Meg Rap- is Rapinoe on this team? Most of them took a knee during the anthem. Oh, they did. Huh? I took great delight how watching precious, How precious is that? Who beat them, the Swedes? I, I think it was the Sweden. The Swedes wiped yeah. them out 3 nothing. I, I, I did have a chuckle for that one. And we're taking a knee for what reason? Oh, equity, equality, all the above. You know the checklist. We got the checklist we're, uh, we're standing up for. Is the official opening of the Olympics this Friday? Friday. There is still a, a contention out there that they could be canceled. Why are they going through with this? I, I, Doesn't it fly in the face with every single rule that's been in place? You've got a health officer in Australia telling people not to talk to each other, and you're about to start the Olympics. In Japan. In Japan, where, where they're struggling with COVID. Yes, they are. This is a this is a, this is insanity. If they lock down, if we get locked down again in this country, it's over. It's the, the economy can't handle it. You can't. Re, it's not recovering well, now. You got people begging for employees to come back. So you get another lockdown. Does Biden just write more checks to people to not work? All right, let's go down the black helicopter path. Do you think that this is in some way being done by design to? teach and continue to let the American people know that they can just live off the government, a.k.a. No, socialism? No, I don't no, want to believe no, that. I don't no. want to believe Because that. you'd have to admit it's tough to say that it's not. They're, they're, they're just giving out checks left and right to people that don't want to work. I think it's a convenient accident. Okay. Uh, but I, I don't believe that. All right. It's an accident that was seized upon to... Have us behave in ways that we've never previously behaved. Mm-hmm. And much to their surprise, uh, all these hand chewers in America <laughs> followed along willingly. And they're still wearing masks in their cars, which, again, like Chris said, that's your deal. You be you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to rip you for it. I'm just going to say that's, that's curious. But that is, uh, that is some serious fear. Mm-hmm. Well, Hell, I, the smoke from Canada cause you more harm than 
than breathing without a mask. Right. Well, and I mentioned the, the, the mom in Kansas City that I saw, what she said to her daughter. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I and don't I'm recall thinking, what you said. She, they were wearing masks. It was a kid's center. It was called the Science Center. It was really fun, neat, neat nerd stuff for the kids to play with. And there was a little girl that saw my six-year-old boy saying, well, how come he doesn't have to wear a mask? And the mom said to her, well, you don't want to get COVID and die, do you? And I'm thinking, again, maybe she has an underlying condition that I'm not aware of. Right. I, I get that. But think of that. If you're Obviously, that wasn't the first time she said this to her six-year-old. But can you imagine the lasting damage that that's going to have on that child's development well, long term? Uh, well, imagine this. When mothers and fathers tell their children... Don't you dare talk to anybody else. Because the government told us not to. Well, it's again, it's Australia, but as you can right. tend it could be. Bless you. Could be coming here. Excuse me. Maybe you shouldn't talk to us. No, I should stop. got the COVID. I should stop talking. <laughs> yeah. Fear is a powerful thing, isn't it, Joe? See, I, I've, Boy, it I've, sure been, I've been successfully forgetting about COVID. Why is that? I got vaccinated. I'm doing my thing. I'm working. No, 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 no. You're living your life. Yeah. You're choosing to live your life. Yeah. And you know what? It's a pretty damn good, easy feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Boy, I haven't seen anybody wearing a mask in public up here for a long time. I see it every time. day down here. Closer you Do get you to really? the country's yeah. tallest buildings. Yep. Interesting. Outside, too, huh? Absolutely. Yep. Out for a walk. Thank goodness. Waiting at a bus stop alone. Well, in a car. I well, I, I feel some sort of kind of pity for him. I will say this though, Kenny, and I'm not, and I'm not making a joke. I wonder though if some of it is due to the air quality, because I mean, I was no, cutting no, my no, grass no, last no, night. No, I see no change from a month ago. Okay. Yeah. Because even cutting my grass last night, that yeah. was a, I had to wash it down with a couple of cold ones. But other than that, I mean, it was she was tough. Well, you to know breathe. what? Uh, you have this asthma thing so bad. Yeah. I know asthma people like, like you that actually do and always have worn masks when cutting grass. No, I don't do that. I want the fresh air. Right. But I do know others that do. Yeah. Yeah. In 1988, we experienced a bad drought. Okay. Here in Minnesota in the metro. Uh, worse, apparently, than the one we're experiencing. And I remember one on one occasion, I wore a mask cutting the grass because of the of just it was the dust bowl. You also wore one at the state fair because that of the bird a, flu. That was no swine flu. Swine flu. Swine flu. I refused to have any pigs as guests that <laughs> I year. Thought he was going to get it at yeah. the fair. I had a gas mask on. Yeah, you did. Don't bring me any of those swines there. <laughs> Doris says, what Doris, the don't bring me doing? any swines. I hope Brooks reached out to her. We got to have our state fair. Animals. Oh, you know she's ready. Yeah. Say, I got Doris your... Uh, a, she's a listener. She probably... She can book herself. She right. doesn't need to go through Rook. Just come over yeah. every day, Doris. <laughs> I got your Americana right here. 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning, July 17th, Chester County, Pennsylvania, halfway between Philly and Baltimore. Local volunteer fire department out proudly flying old glory, and he sent Kevin sent me a picture of this massive fire truck with a giant flag suspended from the end of the ladder, and it was hanging over the freeway. Yeah, but I'm not going to talk to you, Kevin, if I see it, because mm-hmm. I don't want a place. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Risk. You made a couple of drives last night to go see some of the sites I wanted to see, sounds. no, I, wanted, I went to high ground uh, to see the effects of this uh, air. And you didn't drive down to the Henderson Car Show like I told you. No, I did not. No. 
You're helpless. I can't help you with uh, that. He's so... He's so Joe Sushery. I know what he is. is. I know. You're right. There's so many good shows. What does that mean? It means you're a weird SO. You're a weird some bitch. I've been, to th- <laughs> I've been to three shows this year. That's true. I've Joe. been to the National Motorcycle Museum in Amarosa, Iowa. I've been to Dubuque Lacrosse. I went to the Iola, Wisconsin Car Show. And just this past Saturday, I was at Riverboat Days or whatever they call it in Hastings. Have you watched the Grand Tour yet? Nope. Not one second. No. One I, of the best motoring shows on TV. Clarkson's Farm. Yep, wonderful yep. show. Possibly better than the Grand Tour. Hmm. But you're so Joe Souchere that you won't do it. Well, it would require me to go in the house on a beautiful summer night. Our summer nights are yeah, but okay. beads on a string. <laughs> when you put it... <laughs> When you put it that way, you go in and there's going to be some yelling and gnashing of teeth. No, I got a place I can go where I... You're a fake mayor and, a <laughs> and all that BS. I guess maybe I understand. You want a great Americana event this weekend? Please. Saturday and Bring Sunday? It. The Wings of the North Air Show in Eden Prairie. Oh, that's cool. I, I have... I, uh, I imagine what uh, David means is that's Flying Cloud. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I Flying have witnessed Cloud, that yeah. show in person. It's very, very cool. Yeah. The only problem is they only have the one small parking lot. Mm-hmm. What we usually have done is we'll just stay in the car and park along the, uh, is that 40, what street is that? Anyway, the one that runs alongside where the Super America is because you can still see everything from Eden there. I get lost in Eden Prairie. What are you talking about? Oh, Eden Prairie's convoluted. No, 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 no. You just take the old 212, which is now 61. Wind, winder down there? Yeah. It's winder a great, down? no, it's fun. The, the, the boys, we went a couple of years yeah, ago. The boys cloud had a blast. Drive. Yeah. You're yeah. talking Flying Cloud Drive. Old yeah. 212, yeah. yes. All right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, the uh, air show. It's called, what's it called? The Wings of the North. Wings of the North. That's uh, where Far flew in. Remember oh, really? when they had the Benny Hill music? Oh, yeah. When yeah. You... <laughs> hey, where's Rogers going? He's staying in Green Bay. He can't leave. He's he's not a free agent. Right. He's either going to play for them or he's going to play for nobody. That's my opinion. Wow. He turned down a contract extension that would have made him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Not about the money, Joe. I guess not. You were watching, speaking of that, you were watching Giannis, the Greek freak. Uh, Tentacumpo? Atentacumpo. Atentacumpo. Uh, it's, it's Giannis. There was Giannis, a great... I keep telling I'm thrilled you when a town like Milwaukee wins a title. I am too. I think it was as, meaningful. As long as it's not the Packers, I always root for the Bucks and the Brewers. And based on everything I've read, nothing got destroyed or burned. How about the overhead shot of the crowd outside? Of is it the Pfizer Pfizer Arena? It's what? called Deer Park. Deer Park. The, no, the Deer District. The Deer District. Get it? The Bucks Deer. There was um there was a great photo. I forget who put it out there, but you know what was there? Fifty thousand people outside of that arena, and there was one porta potty, and the guy said, "Best of luck to that porta potty." Wow. <laughs> In that sea uh, of crowd. <laughs> according to uh, according to our buddy uh, Lee, who's a teacher in Milwaukee, there oh, was right. one. Little bit of gunplay, but nothing too serious, from what I understand. All right. Well, if, During you, the if, celebration. You can, if you can get away with calling it a little bit of gunplay in urban America, you've had a moral victory. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You've yes. had a moral victory. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that Milwaukee was the scene of the that that great clip we that surfaced of the, uh, the was it the police captain police sergeant where he was asked why he was texting. During a, during a press conference. Oh, I know the one you're talking and about. And then he just went after this yeah. reporter saying, yeah, you know what, I was I, I was corresponding with a kid that was just shot, 
that I'm going to that I'm going to you know go see after this is over with. Oh, that was a great clip. Well, back to basketball. I'm not your basketball guy. No, never have been. Not Mr. Hoops. But that kid Giannis. Wow, what an effort he put on. Mm -hmm. And it struck me that. That's typical for him. He he's works an, hard he, at it. He is a very easy guy to root for. Wow. Yeah. He was just amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, you know his story, do you not? He's, he's Greek. Well, when he was drafted, he almost didn't get here. Hmm. Apparently, the way it was explained to me is... COVID? No, no, no. This was years ago. I think he was the 2013 draft. And you have three chances to get your to, to, to escape... Greece to come to, to to come to America. Well, Greece is not a country you need to escape. Well, you can leave Greece whenever you no, want. No, no, no. Apparently, the government wasn't going to allow his family to join him in the states. Well, I think they did because I think I saw Dad last night. That what I, that's what I was getting at. So on the third try, he told the Bucks. He said, "If my family's not coming, I'm going back to play in Europe." Yeah. And so the Bucks went to wherever they had to go to. I think probably went to their state senator. Right. And so they got involved and they finally got him here, but he almost didn't play. Hmm. Which is amazing. Well, he's a hard-working player. Yeah. And one of the reasons I'm not an NBA guy is I can't tell when they're playing hard or not. <laughs> I can tell when he was playing hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? I don't know. You know, you're right. You can tell in hockey. It's really apparent in yeah, hockey. Yeah, it's very apparent in hockey. Red Smith called basketball and hockey up-and-down games, and he contended they were uncoachable. And I understood what he meant by that. Yeah. They're frantic games. There, there, there's no, there's no pattern. They're frantic. It's a game of runs. Yeah, and yes. and uh, you, you, I'm always amused at a basketball huddle and the and the uh, coaches drawing X's and O's and now you go here and you go here. And then they go out there and they just run around like crazy and there's no there's no rhyme <laughs> or reason for anything that the coach just told them. That's what I don't understand about hockey plays either. Same thing. Oh, they're doing the same thing. I got the chalkboard. They all gather around the coach. He says, yeah. okay, Brent, you're here, here, here. And then they go out and the puck goes over there, so they all change well, directions. Go this way. Yeah. Yes, yes. Up and down games. Right. Football's different. You pre-design everything. Baseball, you have set plays. Mm -hmm. At, at, at Fun Motorsports in Forest Lake, you get the set play. What is that? There's no preschool sale going on no right now. No back-to-school no, sale. No, no, no. This no, is no. straight good values like they have all the time at Fun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. The Bintelli e-bikes, the Bintelli scooters, the other gas-powered scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure. Full line of Yamaha products, youth recreational equipment, helmets and apparel, and a great service department. Knowledgeable people. Tim and his daughter are considered uh, national experts at the fittings of e-bikes. You will be very happy the way you get fitted and uh, get the right size tires and the saddle and the handlebars and the frame size and everything. I'm seeing more and more Bintelli e-bikes, and I'm just uh, almost laughing when I see them speeding by, and it almost looks effortless. They just crank that level of assist up to five and shoom, off they go. <laughs> what I notice are the big, big, big smiles. Big oh, smiles. Yeah. They're a happy yep. thing to ride, a happy thing to ride. A lot of riding left. EcoFun Motorsports. It's in downtown Forest Lake. Where else? On Highway 61. Saudi Cigar and Pipe in Stillwater is the only place in the metro to make a great day even better. Get yourself a fine cigar. It's the place to stock up. 
They stock in a wide variety of cigars, and they have a lovely smoking lounge, state-of-the-art ventilation system, and the guys at Sodi's Why, they can help you pick out the right cigar, the cigar that's going to lead to a, an afternoon of joy. And as frequent customers uh, know, you can sign up for a special membership. That's where you receive a personal cigar locker in the store. It's just yours and only yours. It comes with a key and a 15% discount on all store merchandise, including cigars. They're really easy to find, located right off Highway 36 on Osgood Avenue in Stillwater. Turn south off of Highway 36 onto Osgood, and then you'll see Sodi Cigar and Pipe immediately right there on your right. You'll also find them on the web at SodiCigars.com. And please, when you stroll in, uh, in there, tell them that the dummies at Garage Logic sent you. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchere. What do we get wrong today? I miss when our fact checker isn't here. Oh, don't he worry. He'll be back tomorrow. I know, but I like when he's here because then we don't have to get, get the mail overnight. Yeah. <laughs> Only. Only. Be- because they come to us from Tom Lyman, the traveling Lyman's. Now, he didn't, I haven't gotten anything today, but I, I feel I owe him a mention. That, so I printed him out. There you he go. He would have sent me. Only because they come to us all the way from Tom Lyman. I, he was in Henderson, Nevada most recently. I don't know if they're headed back to Europe or not. On this day in 1820, July 21st, 1820, the members of Captain Stephen Kearney's expedition to find a road from Council Bluffs, Iowa to Fort St. Anthony, later called Fort Snelling, arrived at Lake Pepin, having lost their way. Kearney then marched the men north to the fort. It's, on this day, a lot of people got lost. On the same day, 1820, Lewis Cass, governor of Michigan, which at the time included present-day Minnesota, reached what he erroneously believed to be the source of the Mississippi River, a lake called ga Waka 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 kog where there are many red cedars by the Ojibwe. Afterwards, settler colonists began to call it Cass Lake. And on this day in 1856, James J. Hill, arrived in St. Paul to work as a shipping clerk for J.W. Bass and Company. And, of course, he would eventually make his fortune as a railroad baron business tycoon. He started as a shipping clerk? Yep. Wow, impressive. And on this day in 1879, Joseph A.A. Burnquist was born in Dayton, Iowa. Between 1915 and 1921, he was the 19th governor of the state of Minnesota, and led the Minnesota Commission of Public Safety. He died in Minneapolis on January 12, 1961. Berkwish, hmm. Governor Berkwish. Never heard of him. Yeah. Well, now you have, because of this day in history, there courtesy of our friends, the Traveling Lymans. This is when we learn stuff. Thank you, GLers. Mm-hmm. And thank you for allowing me, Joe, earlier in the show, to mention that um, we are the final Fox 9 Tom Ball game. I really appreciate that. 7 Where o'clock, Belfield, Rice County. Is it on TV? Uh, part of it will be, but they are also going to stream it live on their YouTube channel, which is what you should do, GLers. Like and subscribe to Garage Logic YouTube channel. And by the way, thank you to all the GLers that, that did say that you were going to come. I told all GLers that show up, 
and mention Reavers and GL, their beer's on me. Really? Their first beer's really? on me. Yep. Really? So that I'll might take cost you a fortune. Well, that's all right. It's well worth it to pack Belfield tonight yeah. in Fairwell, Minnesota. Are you pitching? God, I hope not. Are you coaching? I'm coaching. All right. Let's just keep it that way. Let's not try to get silly here. Uh, also, download that pod in app, and we'll catch you tomorrow, GLers. that time once again here in garage logic where we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy mr money talk josh arnold and glers that's exactly what you should do today for that free 48 minute financial consultation by calling 952-925-5608 when you call that number you get josh and you always get straight talk you never get sugar-coated advice and mr money talk is on the line with us right now and josh you would like to get the attention of gamers today now there are two types of gamers you've got the the gamers that'll play by themselves on their video screen. You have a type of gamers who will play multiple player games as my girlfriend son likes to do, multiplayer games. And then you have those people who like to play betting games. If we talk first about the individual gamers or the multiplayer gamers, there's a company out there that is known for streaming movies and just reported their earnings last night. They beat on the number of subscribers that they got, although current subscriber use was down precipitously over the last quarter. I guess that's because economy is opening up. Netflix, which reported last night, beat on the subscribers, which is usually the way the company has been valued. They missed on their revenue number. They were okay on their earnings number. But some of the bigger news companies from Netflix is they're extending their franchise into video gaming. That would mean that Netflix is both going to sell games, manufacture games. So that adds to uh, the potential for Netflix going forward. Netflix is still uh, the leader of streaming by a very significant margin over Walt Disney. And Netflix continues to be able to increase the price they charge to subscribers on a monthly basis. So that does give Netflix added potential boots. The stock has been trading in a narrow range and has yet to break out. We have a favorite Apple and Amazon, both of which report their earnings uh, next week. Uh, both Apple and Amazon, of course, are into games, both in terms of manufacturing games and selling games. They don't have, we'll say, the not so sure they've got the clout in gaming that, let's say, an electronic arts has overseas like Tencent has. Tencent probably is the biggest seller multiplayer games. They are based in China and that company has been under a little bit of attack as have other Chinese internet names and technology names in China by the Chinese government. Give me a little bit of caution currently to investing in those companies. Betting games and now as we come closer into football season, Online sports betting, online gambling is going to take on a little bit more, a little bit more color and priority among the in the gaming crowd. Expand their franchise. Added something additionally today with a deal with Tom Brady, the, his autograph-related company, to sell NFTs as another way for gamers to get autographs and other sports memorabilia. That's going to be a very interesting addition to DraftKings portfolio. I think that DraftKings uh, trading 
down at $48 a share, while expensive on both a price-to-sales and price-to-earnings basis, does offer some significant potential on the upside. Some of the other gaming stocks, whether it's Penn Gaming with their Barstool Sports, MGM with their Bet MGM, Caesars with their William Hill franchise, also look interesting. Caesars and MGM definitely have some exposure to Las Vegas, has got significant potential going forward, particularly as the economy wakes up and we'll say a return to normalcy despite some of the concerns about the COVID variant. One other little bit of interesting news, I've talked the last week about Coca-Cola and its potential when they report their earnings. Coke showed revenue above 2019 levels and raised their guidance going forward. Coca-Cola's stock price took a very nice jump and that has helped the Dow today. Excellent report as always, Mr. Money Talk. GLers pick up that phone and make that call to get that free 48-minute financial consultation. Do what I did and call 952-925-5608. Once again, that number is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh, and you get straight talk. You never get sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks, Chris. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.